Welcome back to the Scarf Live podcast brought to you by your co-hosts Adele and the Baker. What's up, Arsenal Nation? How y'all doing? L-I-V-I-N, as the kids say. L-I-V-I-N. So let's get right into it, man. We got a pretty packed agenda tonight. We want to talk about the uh, goal of the week voting last year. I think we stuck it to the MLS pretty good. Uh, recap Colorado real quick, including our friends, our friends' prediction from the Burgundy Wave down in Colorado, preview a little bit of LA Galaxy and talk about our playoff picture and the front office going forward. So, the Baker, What's up? How many times has the Atlanta fan base lost a popular vote for goal of the week, best dressed coach, anything that has anything to do with fan base voting I, to date? I think uh, just the once. Just the once, maybe, maybe another example here and there, but uh, it, it's definitely less than less than three times. I couldn't find another time they lost. Yeah, yeah when it comes to ballot stuffing, they are the kings of of mobilizing their uh, their massive fan base. I mean, let's be honest; they just have a ton of fans. Um, but also, those fans are really, 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 really good at voting multiple times, as is pretty evident it's very evident um i am unbelievably proud of rsl nation uh deciding to rally for whatever reason behind this little cause of mine um and just and doing the same it's it was an amazing thing to watch on uh that would have been wednesday night or tuesday night well, it started Monday night, I think, but it went well into Tuesday night, and I know a lot of us were up till 1 a.m. on Wednesday going into Thursday. Yeah, that's what it was. It was that Wednesday into Thursday. Um, honestly, it's it, it's silly because it really is just like a, a simple goal of the week, and, and you know we've won them before, and we've had saves of the week, and but it it just felt good as a fan base, I think, to kind of regain that little chip on our shoulder that we're so proud of, that little small market team mentality, and just and just stick it to these guys. It's um, I'd be lying if I said I didn't, you know, troll a few uh, Atlanta United Reddit pages and some of their comments. And RSL Nation, you should be unbelievably proud of yourselves. We got to them. Uh, we got to them real good. And we're going to continue getting to them because, you know what, this is not a matter of who scores what goal. We have next to zero influence about what happens on the field. We have next to zero influence about what, whom we sign. We have next to zero influence of what the actual outcome of those games is. This is one of those tiny little things that makes fan bases feel important. Absolutely. And I think it's magnificent. There's nothing more beautiful. And you started it. You did this. We were down significantly. Yeah, before the troops were rallied, and I know there were people. And you know what? Here's the other thing: I don't feel one tiny bit bad about stuffing that ballot. No, 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 no. How many times did you vote, roughly? Wednesday night, about seven hundred times. Checks out. <laughs> that that makes sense. Uh, our, so I, my work suffered. This is unfortunately not my full time job. Um, I wish it In were. In case any of our bosses are listening. You don't know who we are, right? <laughs> um, no, it, it's it's yeah. Uh, when when so what? Here's why I got mad. It's our uh, MLS soccer released the voting, and Rushnak had a sizable lead after the first batch of votes because I genuinely believe 
that in this instance, he actually deserved to win. He, it was he a had fantastic the best goal. goal. He, he, maybe second place to Lee wins. Lee Wynn had a fantastic goal as well. He ended with what, 0%? Yeah, like two or something. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after, I, you know, I voted the one time on my desktop. I voted once on my phone thinking that was it. Rushnak for the win. Atlanta United, and, and this is going to be the old childhood uh, schoolyard mentality, started it. <laughs> they came back, and Rushnak was down to 29% Monday yeah. evening uh, after a heavy round of uh, voting but I, on Atlanta's part. That's, you know, we, we are fortunate enough to be talking to 4,000 very like-minded individuals at any given time. I thought it'd be a fantastic use of that audience to say, hey, and their time. Guys, let's let's do something here. We come back, uh, we go north of 50, and I think that's it. Tuesday rolls around, Atlanta strikes back. What do we do? Rally the troops again. And we swing back and we go north of 50 again. Wednesday night rolls around. I'm still at the office because it's 5 o'clock here, so 7 o'clock Atlanta time. Uh, I check, and we are down to like... 39%. It's, you know, we're clearly, clearly this isn't meant to be. We do have the advantage of being further west than Atlanta. So I figured, well, it's worth a shot. So we get the troops going again. We send out some messages. We, we do a few tweets. Uh, by the way, go follow us at the RSL Nation on Twitter if you already don't. Um, we need to get that fan base up as well because that's where we do a lot of these, you know, discussions and, and, and quick kind of dirty Things. Less, less formal discussions. Right. Um, and it was just amazing to see the support we got Wednesday night. It's Atlanta had gone to bed thinking they won this thing. And I know that for a fact because they said so on their Reddit pages and on their comments and on their blogs. And just to see that swelling of support, and we ended up only winning 49% to their 47 um, so it was really, really close, but we made up that difference, and it was literally the last minute. I had to keep voting until the ballot closed to make sure yeah. we got the win. So RSL Nation, uh, you know, I, I joke that Rushnak had the easy task of scoring a goal. We had to go and, you know, make a goal a week. But all kidding aside, we could not have done it without this little community that we built over the past, I want to say, what, three, four years now? Six, seven. A healthy, healthy lifespan. And, uh, you know, it it's... I think this is truly what being a fan means. Um, yeah, it's just an amazing experience. It was it was awesome, and um, I loved loved first of all the turnout. Twelve forty five a.m. on that Wednesday into Thursday was tight. Oh, absolutely, and we're still getting and, messages from people, yeah, you know, supporting yeah. each other. Which, speaking of which, RSL Nation, uh, we're gonna try to. We don't want to become the ballot stuffers. We don't want to take Atlanta's spot, but we do need to mobilize what. You know, we're a smaller market. Let's embrace that. But that means we need to be more organized. So please leave comments, leave contact info. Give us ideas on how best we can get this little action group that was voting well into the AM on Wednesday. We need to be more efficient. You know, we picked up tips and tricks along the way of how to best go about voting. Um, we need to share that information, but we need to share it in a way that isn't going to get picked up by other fan bases. Um all things considered, yeah, let's 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 rally, let's get together, and you know, worst case scenario, we can get behind the cause that we think RSL is the best team uh, in MLS. 
if nothing else, the best supported team. Best support team, absolutely. Quality over quantity. And I loved MLS's article the next day or a couple of days later where they explained how Rushniak won the vote. But 90% of the article was focused on Martinez. Oh, absolutely. It was so clear they wanted him so much that they didn't even put one of our guys on the goal of the week voting this year, this right. week. To... And clearly there were a couple that deserved to be on there. Oh, for sure. For sure. I think uh, we definitely ruined the narrative. It was the, the week that he tied the you know all-time record. And it was just going to be the, the Martinez show. And... It was going to be all Atlanta, and and I get it. You know, they got to sell ad space, they got to sell clicks and impressions, and that's fine. That's really none of my business. Um, but we definitely ruffled some feathers, and the, the, ruffled some feathers, and we definitely got noticed league wide. And and RSL Nation just should one hundred percent be proud of themselves. Hey man, that sounds like our fan base is taking on coach's mentality here. Us against the world. Us against the world. Find us until you close the loop. We'll take advantage of it. How's Absolutely. That? All right, let's go on to a, a little bit of footy here. Colorado. What a game. Man, so that was uh, game number three out of three in a row on the road. The road trip you predicted we're going to get one or less points. That is correct, and I have loved being wrong. Okay, that's not enough. <laughs> six, <laughs> six zero in Colorado. Yes, I did predict 3-0. Well, you predict a 3-0 after the Houston comeback. Correct. Right. My, my attitude very, very quickly changed. Uh, I predicted a tie. So right. I wasn't I, I was I was even more off. 6-0, sure, two red cards. Here's what I kept thinking. You missed that game because you had to travel for work, I think. Colorado at home just a few weeks ago. Right. First 20, 22 minutes or something. 2-0 us. Should have been 4-0 in the first 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. That game, that game does not get interrupted. We finish that 45, I swear we'd be up 4-0 by half. Right. That's how good we look. You're talking about the rain delay I'm game. I'm talking about the rain delay. The rain delay happens. The team comes back an hour or so later. Totally different team. Then halftime happens. Totally different team. It ends up being 2-2. Correct. Sure. Two red cards. I think very stupid red cards by an undisciplined team who obviously is not going anywhere anytime soon. For sure. Um, your thoughts on the 6-0? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, it definitely felt like the game that the rain delay game should have been. Um, uh, you know, I've, I've looked at several replays now. Both of those red cards are red cards every single day of the week. Um, there's no arguing that. Uh, anyone that does so lacks a basic fundamental understanding of the game, in my opinion. Um, if, I'm, place. if I'm Colorado, though, I am asking where the red cards are for uh, Atlanta and Seattle, who had players get away with uh, what I consider much worse headbutts in the last three weeks. Yeah. Um, neither of those got reds in-game or any kind of disciplinary committee suspension. So if I'm a Colorado fan, I'm pissed about that. But it's it's very near the bottom of things I'm pissed at. I'm pissed at a lack of discipline in my players. I'm pissed at a total lack of any kind of defensive bite or responsibility. Um, and I think with the exception of one or two guys left on that Colorado side, that was a team that lost all fight after that second red card. Um, for what it's worth, I think RSL played a, a pretty solid game. There was a moment there after the first red where I was actually worried uh, that Colorado was going to get one back. And and we let know, our guard down. We let our guard down. We go soft because they look dangerous. It, it's the the 
the five to ten minutes after that first red card, I w- I was worried about us conceding a goal. Um, Colorado is a is a very difficult team to break down. They they know who they are. They know what their truth is. Um, I'm really glad that that wasn't the case. It was good to see us get get six on the board and not concede any. Um, all things considered, it was, it was a fantastic game. You know, it's bad for Colorado when Tim Howard is no longer getting upset about being scored on. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And honestly, I try not to pity Tim Howard a whole lot. I don't like the guy for what it's worth. I, I respect what he's done for the U.S. men's national team, but that was a very long time ago. Hey, last uh, time I liked Tim Howard, he was against Belgium. Right. That that was it. And um, I I do feel bad because I think his defense left him, nah. left him high and dry. Nah, screw him. The uh, Rocky Mountain Cup is ours again. Uh, there was a, another beautiful performance by Savarino. Oh, absolutely. A couple of beauties he scored, especially the one from far out with the curve from the yeah, outside. His, the his second goal. How in the world is that not in the contention for goal of the week? Because uh, Joseph Martinez broke the record this week, and MLS soccer is not taking any chances. Well, they, they took notice. They took notice. We're little giants, our cell nation, little giants. Um, love the love their performance. I hope he carries on because we have a big, big one this weekend. We'll get to that in just a second. So Savarino, another team of the week performance. Mm-hmm. Another, I thought, under the radar. I'm not sure why I'm missing all his great plays. I, I mean, I think it's this one I definitely noticed a lot more than the, the first week that he got team of the week with the Audi spotlight. It's also worth noting that he got like the Audi player index yeah, most spotlight, yeah. most of it, whatever. Um for two weeks in a row as well. It's the first game, the Houston game. I he definitely was a little less noticed by me, but this game, I mean, assists, goals. He he did it all on the ball, off the ball. Uh, he was running at defenders. He was you know making space. I mean, it was just one of those performances that I hope hope he can build on and and carry to the rest of the year because that's that's the guy we've we've been missing and we've been needing. And I hope he brings the rest of the team with him. Um, speaking of bringing um, baggage with you, there's this little-known supporters group or Facebook page in Colorado called the Burgundy Wave. Familiar with them? I am. They, uh, they're they a funny bunch of guys they're, they're gals. They're, they're hilarious over there. Uh, pretty sure they predicted they're taking back the Rocky Mountain Cup before the season started. I think uh, you posted a copy of that transcript I onto did. our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Any uh, closing words? Yeah, that? it's it just it's felt it's Colorado, and I know they're not our at least they're not what I consider our main rival anymore. But it's just good to rub it in every once in a while. And this was pre their implosion; they were coming off of you know having a new coach, and they had a bunch of new signings, and you could tell that they were really high on themselves. And just to be able to kind of t- twist the knife a little bit. It felt so good, and maybe that makes me petty, and maybe I'm a child, but man, does that feel good? To uh, re-emphasize what he just said is na 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 na. All right, enough with Colorado. That's behind us. They're not going anywhere. We have a long way to go. So, coming up this Saturday at the Rio Tinto Stadium. A uh, little-known team uh, from Los Angeles, the other Los Angeles. I think actual Los Angeles calls them the Carson Galaxy. Carson Galaxy. Carson Galaxy is coming over mm-hmm. here. To me, they'll uh, always be FC Hollywood. 
FC Hollywood they are. Um, speaking of Hollywood, they got this uh, retiring little star, uh, Ibrahimovic. Have you watched him much this year? Um, I've watched the games against the game against us earlier this year, obviously. Um, and I've seen them play a few games here and there. I've seen some of their El Traficos. He's, I mean, I thought the knee was going to be an issue. And it is an issue on turf. He hasn't played on turf. Um, and he he has gone on record as saying that he won't play on turf unless it's a playoff game, which I respect because I think in this day and age, in this country, uh, playing on plastic is unacceptable. Unacceptable. Uh, hashtag no plastic fields. No plastic fields. Zlatan Ibrahimovic still has it. That knee injury hasn't... I mean, is he going to play at the top level and, and carry a team to Champions League finals? Absolutely not. Is he more than dangerous in the MLS? 100%. Um, that knee injury has not kept him down. He is lethal in the air, where I think he punishes us the most. He is lethal on set pieces, where I think he will also punish us the most. And he is the key to that attack. Um that being said, the LA Galaxy have a lot of weaknesses that I think we can exploit as a team. Zlatan Ibrahimovic is a guy that is dangerous. I think he is going to be giving Glad and arguably Nick Beasler, who I don't think Marcel Slope is going to be making it back in time. Uh, I think he's going to be giving them fits. I think if I was, if I'm Justin Glad, I'm very, very excited to play against what could possibly be one of the, if not the greatest forwards that has ever played in this world. Uh, always been one of my favorite, maybe even my favorite player of all times. Uh, right up there with uh, Zinedine Zidane, maybe. Now, on Saturday, he's my least favorite player on planet Earth. Um, he punished us last time. He, You're right, he's for real. He's for real. He's got the skill set. He's got the speed still. He's got the endurance. But most importantly, man, that man has the technique. I, keep, I kept thinking it's luck. Because he scores these unbelievable goals week in and week out. You can go to YouTube and just watch 25 minutes of goals that Zlatan Ibrahimovic has scored in his career that any other player maybe scores once in his career. And that's what you that's lucky. But if he keeps doing it week in and week out, year in and year out, one league, another league, winning everything there is, at some point it's not luck. It's just super technique. And that dude is cocky, has got the confidence. He'll take a shot from 30, 40, 50 yards out, as we have seen in his first game for the LA Galaxy. Um, I think he's get, he he's going to completely torch us on Saturday. But, as you mentioned, that team has so many weaknesses. Oh, absolutely. We should be okay. Um, we should still be okay because we should be able to put away on them more than they can put away on us. That, and that's got to be the plan. It, it's, it's I am... I am hopeful that the Colorado game has reinstilled some confidence in some guys. We cannot afford to waste chances this Saturday against LA Galaxy. We, it, it, I predict a just a shooting match. Uh, I predict a high score line. Um, I don't think we keep a clean sheet against them, but we have to outscore them. They are defensively weak. Um, they're shaky down the middle and down the wings, and we need to punish them. Um, it is a team that I, I think we need to score against early and frequently because Zlatan can be a game changer. So everyone, make sure you bring your anti-Zlatan posters. It can be uh, IKEA's broken furniture. Absolutely. It could be uh, England failure posters. It could be Sweden is better without you. Maybe we should have a chant. 
Sweden, sweet. Never mind. We won't do the chant right now. Uh, but let's make sure he doesn't feel welcomed. I know he strives in that environment, but you know what? When's the next time we, or when was the last time we had a chance to booze Latan Ibrahimovic? I am looking forward to that. It, it's, you know, retirement league comments be damned. Um, I get to tell people I've watched Latan Ibrahimovic play. I've watched Thierry Henry play. I have watched uh, Robbie Keane play. It, it's David Villa. David Villa. It's it's Kaká. It's the only reason these uh, overly rich teams are good for the league. Absolutely, they're our entertainment. Absolutely, they make they make for a good story. If nothing they make else, for a good story. And you know what? I don't buy. I, I mean, they don't. They do hurt us with some of these old signings and the retirement league uh, agenda. But Ibra was killing it in England just last year. He would be killing it anywhere else in the world right now. If it wasn't for that knee injury, who knows what could have been. I Absolutely. Mean, first year, he scored, what, 27 goals, I think, for United? That's ridiculous. That's a ridiculously high number of goals. He, yeah. I mean, he's 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 dangerous. He's lethal. And it'll, it'll if nothing else, it'll be fun to watch him play. All right. Uh, to wrap up the Galaxy game, uh, predictions. Um, I'm going to say 4-2 us. Ooh. Yeah. That's I a think, good one. I think it'll be uh, – I think we walk away with it. I'm hoping elevation – uh, hurts them a little bit, and I, I, I hope we, we do we do what we need to do. I'm saying two one us, and here's a here's a tricky prediction. I say Ibrahimovic misses a penalty. Wow, that's yeah. I would I would love to see Nick Romando stop a penalty mm-hmm. from Ibrahimovic. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, speaking of the game on Saturday. I'm of the opinion that Danny should start over Herrera based off of his performance in Colorado. It's, um, I think defensively, this game is going to be a, a I don't want to say a wash on our end. I, I think we just need to be more dangerous in the attack. And it was really, really, really nice to see Danny on the field against Colorado being a left-footed left back and just delivering some amazing, amazing service into the box late into the game, uh, uh, putting away goals for, for us. Um, and and I, I think Herrera does give us something on defense that Danny lacks. But, you know, if you look at that Colorado game, it, it there was no fight left in them by the time Danny got on the field. And his defensive responsibilities, in my opinion, were loose to begin with. So just to watch him provide amazing service into the box is something I would love to see against LA. Oh, I think that would be that would be wonderful, especially with the offense firing right now. Just put the ball in there. You know, we got the super tall Plata putting him away for some reason in the box. Um, no, I, I, I've been. I don't know what's happening with Danny. We have never known exactly what's happening with Danny. Respect to him and the organization. Not much has come out. Yeah, he's for a young kid. Uh, he's kept it pretty under wraps, which which is amazing. Um, I think it does really well when he's on the, when he's on the field. So that must mean it's something behind the scenes. Uh, yeah, it, it's. I, I think it's one of those classic Petke is choosing the bench player because he thinks it's good for the team and good for him. Um, I think I pref- I'm a Danny fanboy. I prefer Danny in that spot over Herrera, and that's not to take anything away from Herrera. If it wasn't for Herrera's, you know, uh, header clearance. Colorado would have tied it at one apiece. Like, who knows what could have happened from there? Totally different game. Um, so, so n- not at all saying. Uh, ideally, I'd like to see Herrera at right back and have Danny on the left. Um, you know, I, 
it'd be nice to see a defensive line made up entirely of defenders at one point this season, but I'll take what I can get for the time being. Yeah. Can't, can't disagree with you. So we're not going to talk about the front office. We will have another podcast on that because that's a whole other issue um, that we have to get into. And that can be an hour long discussion itself. And honestly, we don't have the research right now. So we will not cover that. I know there were some requests to talk about some of the front office moves and potential signings out there. But <clears throat> I think at this point, even if we go out and sign somehow, someone, somewhere, we're going into the playoffs, hopefully, with the team we have. We could we could sign you know, Ronaldo tomorrow, and he probably won't make a big difference just because it's a team, right? So let's get real quickly to the playoff picture, um, including Saturday's game in, I mean, at home against LA. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games left. So we're playing home. At home, we have the LA Galaxy, Minnesota, Portland, and New England. Mm-hmm. We're traveling away to Atlanta, Kansas City, and Portland. Tough, tough away schedule. Very tough. How are you feeling about our chances to make the playoffs at this point? I I think we make the playoffs. Um, I think those home games become must-wins. Uh, we can't afford to drop points at home to those teams, uh, especially given the fact that as we are recording this, Portland is currently beating Toronto 1-0. Um, nobody is going to be doing us any favors. No team is out there dropping points left and right, and Seattle is coming up hot and aggressive. Um, I'm of the opinion that we we have the talent to make the playoffs, I am trying to avoid a first-round away game because I think that could kill this team. Uh, We host that first round. Anything is possible. Anything can happen. Um, And and I like our chances of advancing a whole lot more. I think those away games are going to be brutal. I think we're facing some really stiff competition. Um, If if we could steal a couple points here and there on the away, I think it could only help, obviously. But um, all things considered, it, it's I think at this point we're not necessarily trying to just fight for a playoff spot. I think we need a first home game. See, I don't, I, I'm not thinking that far ahead. I'm thinking let's just get into the playoffs. And I, we're playing a lot of the teams that are battling us for the playoffs, like um, L.A., like Portland, twice uh, directly. So our destiny is in our own hands. Once we're in the playoffs, it's a brand-new season. We'd love to obviously have a home game in the first round, <clears throat> but we'll cover that later. So you agree with me that we should be making it in. Uh, or are you putting any kind of benchmarks out there? <clears throat> like as far as Here's what, what, I'm saying. what does success look like? If we beat LA Galaxy at home this weekend, we're in the playoffs. Uh, I I think that is a good first step. I don't think that's enough. You heard it here first. RSL Nation, what are your thoughts on this? Tell us about the voting. Tell us about the playoffs. Tell us about the Ibrahimovic. And tell us your favorite anti-Ibra chant. Anything else in closing, Baker? No. Um, it, it's Saturday will be a good game. I'm sure we'll record another podcast afterwards. And, you know, we'll have to see what happens. Good night and good luck. Good night.